0: Welcome to my new series on Premier Radio. My name is David Marquis, and uh, for the next five or six talks, I want to uh, start a new series called God of Wells, God of Laughter. Now, in everything I say in the next few talks, my goal will be to help some of us to understand uh, a current move of God which actually started as early as 1994 in Toronto. It's affected the church worldwide and i want to try to point out some principles and patterns from the word of god so that we may have some solid scriptural coat hooks to hang uh, any experiences that we may have had on i'm not intentionally prophesying or trying to draw parallels that are not there but um i think we can learn an awful lot from the the life of somebody in the bible called isaac whose name means laughter um Laughter. I don't think laughter is normally a thing that's associated with our relationship with God. And yet, uh, in Psalm uh, 2, verse 4, it tells us very definitely that God himself, enthroned in heaven, laughs. And uh, he is a God of mirth. In fact, actually, sitting in the garden this morning, uh, it's a beautiful spring day. And uh, I'm looking out at at the new flowers coming through. And the birds feeding off my bird table. Remember that lovely uh, a poem by Dorothy Gummy, uh, which actually uh, I'm sure many of you've got in the garden, and uh, which says that it's the kiss of the sun for pardon, the song of the birds for mirth. One is closer to God's heart in a garden than any place else on earth. It is a place of refuge and. Um, Uh, It's a wonderful place to to just sit and contemplate the goodness uh, and the faithfulness of God. In Genesis 12 and 17, the uh, chapters 12 and 17, we read uh, of God's plan to create a nation. If you remember after uh, Noah, um, somebody called Abraham... Um, had uh, adventures with the Lord, uh, he was called the father of faith. He had children, he had sons, one was called Isaac, which means in the uh, old uh, Jewish language, laughter, and he had Jacob, who became the heel holder, and Israel, the prince with God later on. The transition between the two, uh, Abraham and Jacob, was this man called Isaac, whose name means laughter. And the covenant uh, that God struck with Abraham in the early days is a very, plays a very big part in all of this because Abraham was told that his seed would be blessed and they'd populate the earth and become a great nation. Abraham and Sarah, if you remember the story, eventually had a a grandson, who was Jacob, um, uh, named Heel Holder, who became Israel the Prince, implying a special relationship with God, uh, somebody who was really powerful with God. And out of Jacob eventually came the 12 tribes of Israel, and through him, God established a whole nation. You know, in these days, God has a plan to establish his church, Uh, which is a spiritual nation, so that we can come out of the wilderness and become powerful with God. Interestingly enough, the transition um, uh, to all of this is is laughter, Isaac, laughter. Uh, This man called Laughter lived his life centred around wells. Now, wells are the most significant part of what God did in his life as a transition and a preparation for the next move, typified by the life of jacob the church at last really powerful with god we believe in the church there's a coming increase in supernatural power in the west everybody seems to be searching uh, at the moment particularly more than ever uh, a little word about this this power of god recent prophecies saying that the next move of god will be more power On the church. God will invest the church with an outpouring of supernatural power like never before. A new authority of God when the supernatural becomes natural to us and the manifestations and gifts of the Spirit, visions, revelations, angels, visitations, the the real presence of God, miracles, healings become more a normal part of church life. Uh, My friends across the globe are telling me that they're seeing more now, they're beginning to see more movements of God than than ever before. I'm hearing more about the supernatural today uh, than I've ever done in my 30-year-old ministry. Um, One could always talk about the subject with powerful leaders, but now the revelation is coming to just normal, ordinary people across the globe, and even here in our church in Folly's End. In the last three years, some of us are testifying to recent encounters or a sensed angelic presence in our meetings. In the last three years, many more people are testifying to recent encounters with the supernatural, sensing angelic presence uh, in church, definitely sensing the presence of the Lord more and more and more, particularly in our weekly gatherings. People have had more than one experience and uh, some people have had their lives changed by supernatural dreams and visits um, from the Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus came to give us not methods or doctrines, but a living relationship with God the Father. The Holy Spirit is not a doctrine and Jesus is not a teaching. Jesus died So that we can have our sonship restored and enter into the same realm of the spirit that he walked in. This is our goal. That's our inheritance. And it only comes out of a relationship with God. The whole purpose of Jesus coming to show us the Father was that we could enjoy and enter into a personal relationship. Intimacy with God the Father is the goal. Now let's get back to Isaac. Laughter. God established wells, which were very, very important in their uh, existence, because uh, uh, what can be more important in a desert than water? And God established wells through this son called Laughter. Um, And as I said before, laughter is not really in the Bible or or in God's character, but some say actually. But it really, really is. If you read Genesis 17, 17, when God gave the promise to Abraham that he would have a son in his old age, Abraham fell down and laughed. Now, you may say that it was a laugh of derision. Well, maybe it was a laugh of dif- disbelief in the, in the beginning. But when Isaac was born in Genesis 21, his wife Sarah said, God has made me laugh, and all who hear will laugh with me. The whole camp of the Lord broke out in laughter when he was born. Now, that was a a laughter of joy and surprise. Tell me that wasn't the Holy Spirit. Well, the same is happening and has been happening in certain meetings um, in the last 10 or so years. Uh, Holy laughter comes into the camp of the Lord today and has done ever since um, Pentecostal times. Just at a time when evil is increasing in the world, God seems to be mocking the plans of the evil one. And through these signs, God has begun to chase the devil out of his house and is actively preparing his people to go into the world and release the captives. What could be more attractive to people who live desperate lives than folk who have the joy of the Lord on them, not in a religious way, but just people who are nice to be around. New life always comes out of the old. Abraham and Sarah were well past their sell-by date when the promise was born. The Pentecostal stroke charismatic movement is around 90 years old right now. So out of the body of the old man, God brings forth new life by a sovereign visitation of the Holy Spirit. Today, this Isaac uh, of laughter has been born into the church. Uh, If we look to the future, the question arises, is the laughter a preparation for yet another son to be born to the laughter? Will it be a Jacob move? when people's eyes are opened as Jacob's were to see the supernatural, the very presence of God, as in Jacob's ladder. So we can see that the fullness of God's plan came through Jacob with the 12 tribes. Worth remembering that Jacob's father was Isaac, whose name was Laughter. And well worth remembering, of course, that Isaac, whose name was Laughter's father, was Abraham, whose name was Faith. So we can see that from Faith to fullness... The transition was laughter let's look at the significance of wells. Wells have always been the most vital source of life and particularly vital to a desert people. If you had a well or owned a well or had controllable well, you were prosperous and well provided for in our churches today, spiritual wells are just as important to us as they were to the Hebrews way back in early history. Wells are most vital now to our spiritual life. As Christians, it's really important to carry on being filled with the Holy Spirit so that we don't get dry and crusty. We need to continue to drink regularly from the living water so that we don't dry up. People who continue to live in a dry place become thirsty and separated. The flow of life stops and eventually relationships and life situations do not go so well. At the end of yourself, you desperately need water and refreshment. The warning here is try not to become a crusty old Christian isaiah 55 says ho everyone who thirsts come to the waters and jesus stated in john chapter 4 ask of me and i will give you living water i've really enjoyed my time with you this morning and uh, i hope that you'll join me for the rest of the series here when i'll be talking about what it's like to live near a well in the meantime look after yourselves and be kind to one another. And don't forget, you can download this episode as a podcast from our website,